Live from the Virtual Summit, the Core presents Sales Training Boot Camp with Marjorie Adam and Jeremy Forcier. Today's topic, how to elevate your VIP relationship. Thank you, everyone, for uh, joining us. Um, I'm super stoked to be teaching this class on how to elevate your VIPs, uh, get the most out of those relationships, create real connections uh, that so you can serve others. So um, I get to coach with my newest VIP, which is so cool, Marjorie Adams. So Marjorie is one of my all-time favorite people. Uh, we say every year that we're going to get together and fly and see each other, and then we don't. Uh, because we're messed up people just like everyone else, but we have a real connection and she's on my VIP list. So you're going to learn so much from her. She is an absolute pro at pouring into people and will give you some great processes and tactics around VIP. So Marjorie, how are you doing today? I am doing awesome. Thanks, Jeremy. So I was super excited when I saw it was you because one thing about you is this is what you do, right? This is how you live. I get fun texts from you when I'm down. You are so in tune with clients and everyone that you work with and know, and this is just genuinely you. So it's so nice to, like, I've got my notes out. And, by the way, just for everyone there, your notes start on page 69. So if you're going to take notes in the book, um, that's where you're going to want to go. But we really want to make this is like, genuine and effective and impactive for you guys because – I think one of the cool things about us teaching together, too, is as soon as I heard about this class, like, our two personalities came out, right? Like, I'm super structured and, like, let's take notes and we'll have eight meetings about the class. And, you know, that's just sort of how I how I do things. And Jeremy's like, it's really simple and just laid it out. So I think the great thing about this for you guys as well is you overthink these things, right? Like these VIP relationships, if you're like me, you overthink them. And if you're like Jeremy, this is just how you do your business. So when we were talking about how to start it, I'm going to have Jeremy kick this off because he literally boiled this down to a point that I'm so sorry, but this class could be like two minutes long and we could be done. So he boiled it down to its simplest. You get started. So Jeremy, the most important thing to me that when you and I met about this is, Define a VIP. Like, what is a VIP to you? Because I honestly think this is the first place that everyone gets confused. Yes, I, I totally agree. So, um, yeah, so before I define the VIP, I would love to let you know a little story about the first time I created a VIP list. So the first time that I was told to create a VIP list, um, I was really confused. And the reason I was really confused is because I am a selfish, greedy psychopath. Okay, so they, like I saw Rick Ruby talking about VIP lists, and we got to create one. we got to pour into these people, and you're going to get lots of referrals from them, et cetera. And I tend to monetize things very quickly in my head. So I said, this is fantastic. So I made a list of VIPs, and I had 296 people on my VIP list when I first made it. Okay. Now, the thing is, I never really did anything with that list. And there's a, there's a really important reason as to why I didn't. It's because I really didn't care about those people. The reason why I had 296 people on my initial list is because I was only thinking about money. And that is not what a VIP list is about. VIP in its purest form is exactly what it stands for. Very important person. Okay. So VIP, very simple. It's a very important person. 
Okay. It, and it, you shouldn't just monetize that person and put people on a list just because you think you have the biggest opportunity to make money from them. So that was my number one fail when I made it. And the reason I knew it was a failure is because I never did anything with it. It was always hard for me to call the people because I didn't really like them. It was always hard for me to want to gift them because I really didn't care about these people. It was really hard for me to do anything with them because if it wasn't talking about what I could get from it, I didn't want to do it. So I sat on that for five years, you guys. This is how stupid I am. Don't be me. Okay. Take this information we're going to share with you today and execute it the right way because it's been a complete game changer for me the last two years since I made this shift into what a real VIP is. So Marjorie, a lot of people um, are confused about what the list is, et cetera. We had a little chat about it last night at the fireside chat as well. Um, to you, can you, can you give us a, a definition of like, what is a VIP to you? So a VIP to me, I guess, boiling it down is someone that I can count on, right? It is someone that I know is there for me. So again, I'm going to give an example, kind of shouting back to you a little bit. So our coaches group, right, is just a joy to belong to. And my dad went into the hospital, right, as COVID was happening, and it was just brutal, right? It was brutal. And uh, I reached out to you guys, and I texted all of you and was like, hey, I I could use some prayer and I could use some love because it's really hard on me. And instantly you called me, right? So, and you didn't know my dad's name. You're like, can I pray for Rusty? And the only funny part of the story is, yes, my dad is Rusty Gates, and his dad was Pearly Gates, and I'm not making this up. So, you know, you said, can I pray for Rusty? And for me, um, it just really showed that you cared. So to me, what it boils down to is, and I think the mistake everyone makes, you guys look at this as like, what can I get from this person, right? And so for me, it's what do I get from this person? What can I give back? So I, a VIP, I care about them. They care about me. Um, There's real relationship, not uh, for transactions or whatever it may be, right? So to me, that's the boiling it down to its simplest. Right. And and let's not get this wrong, you guys. Um, You will make money from your VIP list, right? And we're going to show you how. Um, Because you will, but you will not because of what you're expecting. Okay, It's going to be because of what you do for them and how you make them feel. So uh, real simply for me, um, I'm going to give you some filters that I use. uh, And then Marjorie is going to share some filters or qualifications of hers that she uses for her VIP list. Now, all of these work, by the way, whether you're a realtor, a lender, uh, a dentist, they work for anything if you're going to work a VIP list, okay? So on page 66 in uh, your book, this is just a blank copy of the top 50 VIP list that I have. Now, I currently have 96 people on my list, but 35 of them represent uh, people that work for me or my family and friends. So over a third, okay, is just uh, family, friends, uh, and people that, that actually work for me, okay? Now, um, when you look at this list, you can see that it has a few things on there that are important to have as far as data goes. Like, we want to have their name. We want to have their home address so we can mail them stuff. We want to have their phone number, their email, their birthday, uh, anniversary, hobbies, so that we have more and more stuff to talk about with them and we can be in deeper relationship. But in order to get on this list, okay, how do you get on my VIP list? It's really simple, okay? 
My filters are three things. Number one, and feel free to write this down, I have to like them, you guys. <laughs> I know that sounds like, well, that yeah, Jeremy, that's a shocker, but I'm serious. Like, I have to legitimately like them. Okay, number one, I can think of a million people I could put on a VIP list that definitely make me money, and I like maybe doing transactions with them, but I sure as heck don't really like them, which brings us to number two. So number one is you must like them. Okay, number two is that you have to want to hang out with them. That means that you actually want to be around them in person, right? Not just a text, not just a phone call, but you actually enjoy having them around, right? That's my second filter because you're going to have events. You're going to do stuff for them where you're going to have to be around them. Who wants a VIP list where at every second you're looking for the door because you don't want to be around that group of people? Okay, so that's my second filter. So I'll go back. Number one, once again, was I have to like them. Number two is that I have to want to hang out with them. And number three is that I have to want to help them or they have helped me. Okay, so that that's a broad stroke, but it's real. I have to want to truly help them. I have to be invested in them in a way that if they said, hey, I need help, that I would drop what I'm doing and I'm going to go help them. Okay? Or they've made a significant impact on my life, right? Maybe I haven't helped them, but they've made such an impact on my life that they have to be on this list and be treated accordingly. If you use these three filters, okay, along with what Marjorie's going to share and what her filters and qualifications are, you guys, it's so easy to create a list of people that you like, want to be around, be in relationship, and you can go deeper way, way faster than just making a list of people that you can call for money, okay? So, Marjorie, what are some of your qualifications, and how do you filter out who goes on your VIP list? And we have different VIP lists, right? There's personal VIP lists, and, like, I have, you know, there's um, a business VIP list as well. Correct. Yeah. So that's one of the things we talked about as well, kind of how Jeremy, Jeremy and I do this a little bit differently. Um, so when I was, again, coming into teaching this class, I was like, oh, OK, well, we'll talk about how the realtors are on your VIP list. Like I have it more segmented, I think. Right. So I think the simplest way to do it is personal VIPs and business VIPs. Right. So but. My qualifications also definitely, I mean, duh, right? When Jeremy and I started to talk about this class, literally, I was like, I am so stupid, right? Like, I have complicated this because if I don't like them, I, they're not a VIP. So I've seen a couple of questions come through, not trying to answer questions, but if, if you, they don't meet all three criteria, I don't know how they could be a VIP, Right. If you don't enjoy spending time with them, if you don't like them, um, for me, they have to respect me and I have to respect them because I think there's like. And then especially on the business end, I also have to respect them. Right. I have to I have to appreciate their values. I have to know that they have my back. So quite frankly, I'm a pretty simple person. You got my back. I got your back. Um, I think if people know me and you are one of my VIPs, you're really good friends. You know, I'd do anything for you ever. Right. So if you're jumping in on something, I'm in there with you um, and then a real connection. Right. And I will tell you guys, one of the things I was mentioning to Jeremy during this kind of pandemic is I know a lot of people who I thought had my back and really were true relationship with me that aren't 
right? So there are people I haven't heard from or talked to in 10 weeks, including my quote unquote business VIPs. So I'd like you guys to really, really, as we're going to get into this, think about, so I feel like I've been home for 87 million years. <laughs> it's been about eight weeks I've worked from a couch or office. I'm actually in it, but it's closed. Um, and I want you to think about over these past eight to nine weeks, whatever it's been, who have you not heard from? So who are your VIPs and are you guilty of not having been in touch with them or who haven't you heard from from this pandemic? And I'll tell you, coming out of this, my list is really going to change, right? Like I've realized who not only do I like but cares about me and has my back, right? Liking me is okay, but then they also have to have a deeper concern for me, right, to really be a VIP. Love that. Love it. It's so true. So so when creating your list, right, we gave you some filters and qualifications from it. And by the way, you guys, engagement is so important because all we want is two goals from this class. Number one, to make sure that you walk away with knowing exactly how to do it, how to execute, um, how to create the list, how to follow up with them, how to remove people from the list, et cetera, how to prospect for new VIPs. We want you to walk away with that to be in deeper relationship. And the second thing is that we hope we do a good enough job to get a five-star review. Right. Those are our only two goals from this. So in order for us to do that for you, I'm, I see the chat screen going crazy. Please type in as many questions as possible because we're going to fly through the section content so that we can spend time with the most important people. That's you answering all these questions and, and peeling back the onion for you. So please keep typing. We have people that are monitoring it. Um, I have seen a couple of questions about, you know, a VIP list and like, well, how do you organize them? How many realtors do you have on your VIP list? So this was a question, by the way, that Marjorie asked me last night. Um, she said, so how many real of your real estate agents do you have on your VIP list? Now, um, when Rick tells me something, for as much fun as I love to have and for as much like interpretation sometimes that I like to be contrarian, I pretty much listen and take things very literal when someone is teaching me something. And when, when Rick taught me this about lists, he told me over and over again, he was my coach for two and a half years, guys, straight, okay? He taught me that you never cross-pollinate your lists, okay? So what, what do I mean when I say that? So when you're creating your list, and for me, like Marjorie asked me, well, how many realtors are on your list? And what did I say, Marjorie? You said two. And were you surprised? Yes, because I should have been the third, and I am now because I put myself on his list yesterday. <laughs> True story, okay? So so I only had two, and she was shocked. She was kind of like, oh, so you don't care about your realtors. She didn't say that, by the way, but that, but that is a thought process sometimes when you say something like that out loud, and, and that's a normal thought process. Well, that's weird. So he just doesn't work with very many realtors, or like, what's the deal? For me, if you're on a top 40 realtor list, you're not on my VIP list. So the three realtors that I have on my VIP list, I had to take them off my top 40 realtor list. The reason why I don't cross-pollinate anything, because Rick told me, number one, and number two is that it creates more people for you to call. So imagine if Marjorie, if I did a loan for her, um, she's a realtor that I work with that refers me, and she's a VIP, my lists are all going to be smaller because they're going to be on all of the lists. And they're going to, they're going to be communicated to um, differently multiple times, and it gets old. It's not special anymore. 
It's not you're on my VIP list. Hey, and you're my favorite past client. Hey, and you're in my top 40 realtors, so I'm going to call you three times a week, and you're going to hate me because then it feels like spam marketing. It feels like a Facebook ad that's popping up every time you log on, you know, to to buy testosterone replacement. By the way, I, I turned 40 and I started getting all these ads of like testosterone replacement therapy. I am doing just fine. Thank you, big brother, if you're listening. I do not need testosterone ads in my Facebook feed. Okay, so um, I saw that question pop up. We're going to save all the questions for the end, but that is a really easy segue because I wanted to wrap up defining a VIP list and how we create it, right? We, I, I create it by using page 66. It's what I use. I fill it out. Okay, I have it in front of me all the time. I even keep, look at this, a super ghetto version on my desk that's just written just in case. I'm always scared I'm going to lose the typed out version. Okay, so keep your VIP list with you. Make sure you have the right people on it. And please do not cross, try not to cross pollinate any of your lists, right? You want really tight lists for all the different categories. So that you can, um, so that you can be in good relationship appropriately for each one. So, um, Marjorie, what do we do for our VIPs? What, do, what are, um, how do we make better connections with them? What do we do for them? What do you specifically do for your VIPs? How do you manage that tactically on a day to day basis? Well, this won't be shocking because I started the class with this. I'm a little bit, um, strategic, right? I am very systematized on executing these. So that sounds boring. Um, and I, I don't, I wouldn't say that I'm boring, but I'm very specific. So Jeremy and I are going to cover calling them and then we're going to cover mailing them and we're going to cover visiting an events. Um, and we're going to go back and forth on this. I think that the most confused that everybody is, is in the phone calls. I don't know if you'd agree, but I think here's the plainest way I can say it. If you can't just pick up the phone and call them, they're not a VIP, right? Like if you have to plan out like, oh, wait a minute, I need my spreadsheet and I got to write down F-O-R-D. I'm not making fun of it. I'm not. It's very important. But if you can't, like when I called Jeremy, you know, like uh, I was, we were joking about like what we would call each other. And he said, call me Padre Papa. So I would call him and be like, what up, Jeremy? How are you? Right. So if there has to be too much thought in the call, that's problem one, right? So to me, they're not on the VIP list yet. They're on your kind of hit list. That sounds like you're going to kill them. I don't mean kill them. I mean, you're trying to move them up a list, but they're on the not there yet list. So I will tell you one of the things that Ruth talks about, and, and here's where I'm stupid, so let's be super clear. Like, I was teaching this class, and I, I understand, like, I have four pages of notes for my conversation with Jeremy because I was like, Bill, this really I need to do better. With the key on the call, how many of you have VIPs that don't know their VIPs? Cause yes, or show of hands. How many of you have a VIP list that you don't, you don't really work and you don't call? you've never said – Hey, you're a VIP. So let's start there. But I think if they're true VIPs, you give them honor, right? And and if you have to tell them, right? So if I had to call Jeremy and I would say, hey, Jeremy, it's Marjorie. Hi, right? Marjorie. How are right. you? You should answer the phone, right? So, hey, Jeremy, I just wanted to take a second. I know I've called you a bunch of times and I've said, you know, that you're one of my VIPs, right? And And I kind of assumed you'd know what that meant. But I really want to take a second and let you know why. Right. So to me, you're a VIP because I always know that if I call you, I can count on you. And if I need you, 
you're going to be there. And you're not going to be there on a surface level. I also know that we both love giving back to the community, right? And if I have this harebrained idea, like I get crazy ideas, that you're in with me, right? Like you're jumping in and that you care about doing as much for everyone in our town that I do. And so it is really important to me to have you as a VIP and have you understand why, right? That you are one of my ride or dies, right? So I realize I've never had that conversation with you before, and I'm kind of guilty of that. So I wanted to take a second and just let you know how important you are to me. Boom. That You guys, I, I hope that you all got that. This is going to be recorded so you can listen back to it. But it's really important that when you're first making a VIP call, for sure, that you 100% tell them they are a VIP, okay, and why. It's so important. We don't do it. I skated over it for a long time because I felt cheesy. And I'm so insecure that I hate feeling cheesy, which is kind of ironic because I'm one of the cheesiest people that I know naturally. Like, I just am. I love cheesy stuff. But um, I was insecure about what that person would think of me if I called and said, hey, Marjorie, it's Jeremy Forcier. The purpose of my call today is that you are a VIP in my life. And here's what it means to me. It's a vulnerable moment, you guys. Okay, it is, but that's what about being in a relationship it is. It is being a little bit vulnerable. So number one is that you have to let them know that they are a VIP, okay? It's really important. So you have to make the list. You have to make the calls. You have to let them know that they're a VIP. Something I did as a cheat at the beginning of the year, because I'm committed to VIPs this year more than ever. And by the way, I don't do this 100% um, execution at all. I have the plan put out. I get distracted. I get sidetracked. I miss a a Friday sometimes, but I want to go through with you what my plan is and what the plan is for all of you as well once you create this list and how to execute it. So this is on page 66 as well. At the very top of the page, it literally tells you what to do, okay? It tells you exactly what to do. So you have your list. You want to have a minimum of 50 people on your list. If you start out and you only have 20, that's okay. The goal is to get to 50. And then after you get to 50, the goal is to get to 100, okay? So we have our list. What are we doing with the list? Number one is that we email video and mail them every month. So that's a hard mailer every month, and it is a video once a month, specifically for VIPs, okay? So it's a VIP video. You're going to address them as VIPs. I'm terrible at this, you guys. I'm very good at spontaneous in the moment VIP action. Marjorie is excellent at executing a plan on when you're supposed to do it and how you're supposed to do it, which is why we are like Batman and Robin together. Okay. We really complement each other a lot, but we, and I, and I'm trying to get better at it all the time, but you want to mail hard mail and email them one time per month. Okay. Uh, number two is that you want to call them monthly. Here's how I structure it. And I, I'm good at this part. Um, I'm not necessarily good sometimes about doing it exactly what I'm supposed to, but every Friday I call 12 VIPs, okay, 12 VIPs. So if I have 50 people on a VIP list, that means that everyone will get a call about every five weeks, okay? Everyone will get a call about every five weeks, right? So you take the number of people on your VIP list, and then you just call 12, and then the next week you call the next 12, and then the next week you call the next 12, It's a very, very simple, easy-to-execute system, all right? So we're calling uh, every single Friday VIPs. 
Okay. Marjorie asked me, well, when do you call them? And then I said, Fridays last night. And she said, LOL, I'm talking about the time. I know when you call them. And I was a little out of it. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But, it, <laughs> but it, I call them throughout the day. I try to start uh, first thing in the morning. And I will tell you it's a mistake. Okay. The best time to call your VIPs is at the end of the day on Fridays. Because what better call do you want to end your week with? than a great conversation with someone who you like, who that you want to help, and that you leave on a high note. So VIP calls are honestly my favorite. Sometimes I call them gratitude calls, right? When I'm calling, I'm like, hey, Marjorie, it's Jeremy Forcier. I did this to Jason Weinberg. I'll never forget because he called me back immediately. I was like, dude, that was the best voicemail ever. I was just like, Jason, it's Jeremy Forcier. Man, I'm just doing gratitude calls. I was sitting down today looking at my VIPs, people that are super important to me. You're at the top of the list. I'm just so grateful for you, your family. I love that we've known each other for 13 years now. We've seen our kids grow up together, and I just wanted to say how thankful I am and grateful that you're in my life. Hope you have a great day, right? Called me back. Dude, thank you so much. That made my day. We, you have to use these calls, you guys, even if it's a voicemail, to make someone else feel good. When you make someone else feel good, Marjorie, how do you feel? Really, I mean, excellent, right? If, if you make someone's day, it makes your day, right? Yeah. And so I will add, so realtors, we call on Mondays, right? Our VIP days on Mondays do the same thing, I think, towards the end of the day. Um, and why we do it, because I see a bunch of calls like, why? And here's why. You want the answer? Because Rick said so. So we yeah. call our VIPs on Monday because our boss tells us to. Um, and those calls are also in the afternoon. And I will also tell you something super simple. If you want to break down not only the call I made earlier to Jeremy, really kind of showing him why he's so important, but it's also find a need, fill a need. That's simple. So if I'm going to reach out to Jeremy, I'm going to ask him, is there anything I can do for you? Right. Is there anything you and your family need right now? Now, this pandemic, finding the need and filling the need has been what fun things can I do for you, right? So if you live locally and you're one of my VIPs, you've gotten gift certificates to toy stores because if you have kids 10 and under, God help you. Mine are 18 and 21, right? They're very self-sufficient, so we're not worried about, like, me, you know, running away because I hear mom, mom, mom one more time. So for my VIPs, right, it's been giving them things to kind of keep them sane or how can I help their business connect to people, so find a need, fill a need, right, is the most important thing, I think, especially now. But if you're doing that in your calls, if I'm connecting with you emotionally and finding and filling a need, then that's a win, right? That's something that I can team up with you on and, and really connect with you in a deeper way. Love that. So we have so far what we do for our VIPs, right? These are the non-negotiable ones, right? These are the ones that the core has instilled in us that Rick has taught us that we should be doing no matter what, and then we'll go into some of the events and other things that we do as well for the VIPs. So, so far we have email video per month, mail one time per month, call monthly, that means 12 every week. If you're a realtor, you're calling them on Monday. If you're a lender, you're calling them on Fridays, okay? Um, next thing is a birthday program. So I hate to say this, I'm awful at it. Ooh, I, I I'm like I'm, I know, and this is why I'm going to have you talk about it, but I'm just letting you guys know it's okay to not be great at it, okay? That means that I'm doing so well with my VIPs that I got to teach this class, and I'm still not even doing it all the way right. So don't overthink it. Just start wherever you are. My birthday program kind of sucks. 
And the reason it does is because I just don't think about it. And then a birthday pops up. I skip over it. I haven't delegated it. I've been a very poor student um, because I always want to give something really genuine to my VIPs. Like I want to give a really personal. So when I do gift them, it's usually awesome. Okay. I'm not the guy that wants to give someone the cupcake that you give everyone. And then it has the birthday candle and you put it in and it's a stale cupcake. And like you get 15 of them on your birthday. Don't send those to your VIPs. And if you have, it's okay. I get a bunch of them from you guys every year. You don't have to send it to me. My wife would appreciate it. She just throws them away after we read the card. Okay, so it's got to be thoughtful, right? And Marjorie is the bomb at the birthday program. So what do you do for your VIPs on their birthday, Marjorie? So it comes from the key being the all about you, right? So if you guys look in the book, you have Jeremy's, and I love Jeremy's. So his is on page 65, and I'll tell you what I've already stolen from his. Again, so by the way, while we're admitting faults, I'm terrible at the video because I hate myself on video, right? I'm like, oh, my hair is this big, and, like, I, I don't like it, right? So the video is my weakness, the birthday is the strength, but – if you look at his form, I love that yours has college, like where they went to college, because most people are super proud of that, right, where you went to school. I also love that you right away have charity on there. Um, so for me, I go right into this form. So I love to tie into local restaurants. My husband's a chef. So if I can support any local restaurants or get them meals, I'm big on food because I love food. Um, so I'm usually pretty food-driven in my gifting. Um, but I'm going to go off this form. Now, otherwise, if, if I haven't gotten the form back and on my VIPs I have them, I will also Facebook stalk them. I will reach out to people that know them. I will kind of ask them slight questions. But um, I love I love a personal gift, and I think where people also get confused is they think they've got to spend big money. And let's just be clear, like, I'm a Harry Potter and Star Wars freak. I am I will. I brought my own wand to Florida last time when we went. <laughs> I did. I got stopped at the airport, and they asked me what it was, and I said my wand. Now Rick probably would fire me when he hears this, but um, that's my jam, right? So I have like a pen that I got from the student as one of my favorite gifts. So you guys need to think about the quality versus expense, right? So for me. I've gotten a lot of super cool, like my keychains are all Star Wars Legos. They're like five bucks, guys. I love them. So get to the genuine nature of who the person is and gift them not for a monster gift. I like a permanent gift, right? Like my keychains. I'm never going to take them off. So think about the person and think about like joy and like I'm a kid, clearly. I'm still, a, I'm like a small boy, let's be honest. But um, get to know them and gift accordingly. So again, I think you think we got to go big and you don't. I love that. It's it, You're spot on. Um, now, another quick tip on this. Um, when I gift my VIPs, everyone, like make sure that it's not branded with your company stuff. I'm just saying. Okay. And once again, I've done it a million times. So guilty as charged, right? But a big shift, as I said, that I've made over the last two years is really embracing what this list means to me, right? Like, I don't need to send Gavin, um, you know, Ekstrom, a VIP gift, like, with cross-country mortgage on it or Team Forcier. Like, he's, he's a VIP. He, he should know he's a VIP, and I shouldn't send him something that won't mean anything to him. I should send him, like, a really cool print from an artist that he loves, right? I should send, like, because I know he's into art. 
Same thing with my boy Brett. Get him a funny T-shirt because he loves T-shirts and he thinks they're funny. So you have to know some stuff about them. The easiest way to get deeper with them is to talk more to them, which is why we have you call every month. Uh, number two is to mail to them, get them engaged, get the videos out to them. And number three, the big one, is this all about you form. Okay, so Marjorie, you just got added to my VIP list yesterday. What did I email? What What did I ask for? I got the VIP. I got the all about you form, which, by the way, last night at the fire pit, I'm just being honest, I downloaded and I'm going to send it back to you. I downloaded his VIP form. Um, now, did I ask you to fill it out, though? Well, I, I, I felt like an email you did. I, I, didn't, I did not. Did so, you see, she's a core student, so she gets she knows the program, right? So she's, it, she's making it easy on me. She's going to fill it out and send it back. So whenever I'm adding a new VIP, right, to the list, number one, I make sure they know. I literally sent her an email that said, can you help me? Can I ask you something? That was the subject line. And it was like, hey, I would love for you to be a, a VIP. I think it's silly that you're not a VIP already because you're very important to me. Me too. And, we, and I asked for an appointment. This is really critical, you guys. This is where we mess up because VIP relationships, we try to delegate. We try to delegate a VIP relationship just like it's a normal customer. So we try to get an all about you form on our normal customers too. And that's easy. That can be delegated. That's, hey, can you fill this out? We love to gift, you know, through the process and blah, blah, blah. That an assistant can do that, right? I made an appointment. I asked Marjorie, can we make an appointment next week so that I can fill out the attached form? Please see attached so you can be ready when we have our appointment and you can be thoughtful and think about what your actual answers are rather than putting someone on the spot. Like, hey, can you fill this out or can I fill this out real quick? VIP relationships and the term real quick don't go together. Okay, so I ask for an appointment. Use this VIP all about you form and make an appointment with the people. Okay, it's a great way to do a one on one face to face or via Zoom in COVID. It's a great phone call conversation to make an appointment and just focus on that person and get to know them a lot better. So if you want to use the form at its highest level, don't delegate it. Make an appointment with the person. Make sure they know why you want to fill it out and then have an incredible interaction with them. So I'll share. So when Jeremy and I were playing this class, like we're both, again, does, right? So we were talking to each other and uh, we pulled out our phones. So it was like, oh, okay, well, I don't have this information. So, hey, Jeremy, can you pull out your phone real quick? So we pulled out our phones, and it was like, okay, Jeremy, so right in your in your contacts, I need your address. Great. And we literally did this. It was that easy and actually then laughed at each other because it was naturally done. So when you're meeting with someone and you think, well, how do I get this information? Number one, you have the form. But secondly, it literally was, oh, well, let me make sure. Do, is this the right email address? Like we filled in all of this on our phone contacts. He may not be able to show mine because the name he has for me, we asked each other nicknames. <laughs> I get it real quick. <laughs> Which is maybe not appropriate for television. But, um, like, that's a real connection, a real way to do it quickly. And so before we knew it, we had full information of things that maybe they wouldn't have filled in on the form. So yes. pulling out your phone at a meeting and filling it in is a natural way to do it. Secondly, when you're on the phone, so if Jeremy and I were talking and I said, Jeremy, I cannot believe I have this great info on you and I love to take better care of you, I don't have fill in the blank. 
So a lot of questions are, how do you get the information? Well, you ask for the form. Sometimes people leave something off the form. They hurry to fill in the form, pull out your phone, fill in the information. Third way is, Jeremy, I can't believe. How do I not add your kids' birthdays? Like, I am super fun with birthdays. So here we go. I'm going to write it down real quick. Right? Like, you just sort of assume the clothes, right? Get the information. So there's always ways. And then when I'm checking in with them, I need to make sure things haven't changed. Right? Awesome. Like, so are you, at the solo, are you still at the same company? Great. How is work? Right? You're, you're asking leading questions to be able to get the information that you're missing. Love it. Love it. So, so big takeaways, you guys, is number one, keep it simple. Number two, follow the system that has been literally just given to you and outlined on, like, how, how to do that. Um, and how to make, you know, better connections with them. Use um, these simple tools and forms that are in front of you so that you can have the information that you need to execute. So now once you have all that information, it's okay to delegate in tandem with maybe a team member if you have a big team to help you with the gifting. Hey, uh, Marjorie loves Harry Potter. Can you go get her like a, 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 a picture version of the Harry Potter book that's only pictures and then can you send it? But you have to be the one that directs it, right? You have to be the manager of that actual relationship, okay? So be engaged. Um, make sure that you guys are doing that. Now, We've talked about what is a VIP. We've talked about the really simple core way of managing the VIPs. Um, what about prospecting for, because this is where people struggle a lot, Marjorie, is like, well, if I'm prospecting VIPs, like, how do I know when to add them? Like, what, what, and you have a way better system than I do around this. Um, so I'm going to turn it over to you in one minute, but I also have to give mad credit to my wife, Kara Forcier. Like, she is way better at the non-monetization of people and the, the, like, and she's good at the thoughtful gifts. Let's make this person roasted cashews. Like, I don't think like that, right? I'm like, okay. Um, so, you know, mad props to my wife, Kara. She is helping me with my VIP list and making me better. So if you have a spouse, okay, or a partner that might be naturally better at it, engage them with you to help you. All right, to come up with good ideas on how to gift and how to execute as well. It's a collaboration. So with people that want to, you know, fish for VIPs, let's call it, right? Um, uh, how do you do it? Because you, you have a process that you follow. So for me, I'm all about path of least resistance, right? So I want to warm up anything I can ever warm up. I'm not a huge cold caller. Like Rick tells me all the time, I'm the worst asker for business on earth I am. I'm terrible at it. I'm awful. So it's something that Kendra yells at me in her little cute little Kendra accent all the time, right? Her little North Carolina, girl, you got to I mean, it's, it's a weakness. So I like to go to my VIPs now. Like Jeremy and I even talked about this now. I'd want to know. I love Jeremy. Right. He's a VIP of mine. I want to connect with Jeremy's people, because if I like him, which is clear and he likes me and we're a good fit, then in general, his friends and coworkers, et cetera, will be good fits. Right. Marjorie, can you pause for a second? Yeah. I want everyone to write that down. Marjorie just gave you a million dollars. Like, think of it like that. Like, I'm not kidding. That nugget was the nugget for me. I wrote it down. Like, think about that for a second. If you're like struggling with like wanting to create your VIP list and add people, usually what she said, the people that you like, know, and trust, want to hang around, like working with, et cetera, are going to be connected with like-minded people just like them. That's what she said, yep. right? So 
So turning your current VIPs into introductions, which is, I think, where she's going to the next ones, a million-dollar idea right there. So I didn't want anyone to miss it, Marjorie. I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, thank you. So, again, it's the same sort of thing for me in terms of clients, right? Like, I, I still laugh because even this different class, but even with databases, you have the worst experience ever. The people are hateful. They negotiate every dime of commission out of you, and then you put them on your follow-up list. It's like I don't ever want to talk to them again, right? So I don't understand that. It's the same thing. I think if I'm not going to reach out to people I don't like, don't connect with, have different value systems, right, I'm going to connect with people I like through people I like. So I know that sounds overly simplistic, but it's what I do. So I reach out to my people and say, look, I would love to get a connection. Who do you know, right? Who are your people that are your ride or dies, like I said Jeremy was, and then how do I connect with them? So I would love to take you, Jeremy, and whoever they are to coffee, or I'd love to go to lunch. I'd love to get to know them. My clients are always looking for great um, people to work with or people I can refer to, but also I'm always looking for people I want to hang out with. So then you meet with them, right? And the first time I'd prefer to meet with them with Jeremy, right? Because it's kind of a lower the bar in terms they know Jeremy. Um, they're comfortable with Jeremy. It's always a little weirder just meeting with me, right? And so Jeremy's that connection. So use that connection. When I say use, please don't misunderstand. I don't mean use them in a bad way. But meet with that person. I think it makes that first meeting really clear, right? So if I can't do that and I have to get a cold intro, it usually is that I've heard of them in some way, and I'm going to call them, and if I didn't know Jeremy, and Jeremy, you're a lender now, and I didn't know you, I'd call you and say, hey, Jeremy, um, my name is Marjorie Adam, and I know we haven't met. I'm a realtor locally, and I just wanted to let you know I've heard great things about you, right? And so if I know from who especially, I'll say, I'm always looking for a really amazing lender to connect my clients to. I have about 450 past clients that I stay in really close touch with, and they call me when they need to refi. They call me when they need a lender. And I really am actually embarrassed to tell you I don't have someone right offhand. Now, maybe I do, but this is the conversation, right? Offhand that I can connect with. I'd love to see if you have maybe 30 minutes to have coffee to see if it would be a good fit for us to potentially work together. Well, crap, any, any lenders on here, you know that we, A, we don't get those calls very often, like maybe three in my whole career, but I would be like, sign me up, let's go, right? So Whatever it is, I think if we're talking about connecting with VIPs, right? So whatever that entity, company, person is, and I'm genuine, so here's the key. I do want to connect with them. I do want to help them. So where this doesn't work, let's say, is if it is a business ploy, Right. And I don't care because I promise you I get meetings, not that often. So I don't get calls very often at all. I really don't. Almost never. Um, and I'll go on any meeting. Um, but I'm always shocked. Like I did meet with the he was up and coming. Good for him. Um, financial guy. And I met with him. <laughs> and we sat down and he said, I love realtors. You know, I get business from realtors. I like uh, realtors to give me business. Okay, well, I am a realtor, and you're sitting with me, right? It was 30 minutes of him saying, like, how much money he made and that he loved realtors, and could I connect him to realtors? Well, you just wasted 30 minutes with a realtor, and, of course, I'm not going to connect you to anyone. It was a failure of a meeting, right? So 
if you look on page 67, I put some of my favorite questions. When you have these meetings, I like to kind of go in tactically. Um, you know, what did you, what do you do or continue to do that makes you successful, right? Where do you go to meet people um, that you enjoy connecting with? Um, what is one thing that you do that you think connects you to others? How do you balance your personal and professional life? I'm really wanting to get to know them, right? So be thoughtful in your meetings, right? So the more that comes out about you is bad. That's so great. That's That's money. So I'm going to share a quick way that I get introduced sometimes to, and remember, these are people that may become a VIP or maybe not. We're talking about like, remember, they have to fit into my filter no matter what, right? (laughs) I like them. I want to hang around them. I want to help them. Here's a real easy way that I have created some legs in this for myself is that Brett Howard's a great example. Okay. Brett's on my VIP list. Love the guy, right? I just love him. He's super fun. Uh, he is a past client. He's not on my favorite past client list because he's on my VIP list. Remember, we don't cross-pollinate, right? So I moved him over to the VIP list. He's fun to hang out with. We have a lot in common. And he's just a great person, so he knows great people, too. Now, Brett loves to golf. He's a really good golfer. I'm not. I happen to be a hack golfer, but I'm really fun to golf with because I can play. I'm good enough to play. Um, but I'm not very good, and I happen to be a member of one of the top 100 golf courses in America that is super private, right? So I called up Brett about a year ago, and I was like, hey, you know, I was wondering if you wanted to go golfing. Um, you know, I joined this club. That's how I sex. I have no idea if he knows what it is or not, and I don't really care. I'm the Motley Crew guy at the club where everyone's like, I can't believe this guy's a member here, and I bring all my own people every time. I don't, I don't even know anyone there, okay? So um, – I said, hey, I joined this club, Mayakama, and he immediately, wait, my, he said Mayakama? And I was like, yeah, 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 I, I joined Mayakama, and he's like, the Mayakama. Yes, Brett, the Mayakama. Purpose of my call is that, man, dude, you know you're one of my favorite people. You're a VIP. I wanted to put a day together where you can bring two of your friends um, out to golf with me, and, and we can just, the four of us can golf and have a great time. I know how serious you take golf, so I think it'd be great if you could share that experience with some of your friends. He was like, when can we go? And no problem. He brought two buddies out. They were super cool. They're not on my VIP list right now um, because I don't really know them that well yet, but I made a great connection with them. I ended up doing a transaction for one of them. That wasn't the purpose okay, of me inviting them out there, but I did. So I did end up monetizing it, but it was through offering him something that he wouldn't have been able to do on his own. Okay, that's where you get personal. That's where you can get really good introductions to other people that may eventually be put on your VIP list as well. So think like that. Think Brett Howard loves golf. Okay, think Kelly Brockett hates to cook, right? So Kelly Brockett, she's married to Lee Brockett, one of my VIPs as well. Super good friends. They're awesome on the VIP list, right? Well, for Kelly, she doesn't she just doesn't like cook, right? She's super fit because she doesn't really like food. I'm the opposite. I'm like, God, everything's food for me, you know? So, like, getting her, um, like, some dinner delivered one night means the world to her, right? Hey, we're going to have a delivery set up in, in this coronavirus time. I'm sure you are struggling, Kelly, because you have to cook every single night, and that's what we do. We have food brought one night to a VIP, Okay. Something else that we're doing in COVID right now for our VIPs, 
I did a VIP comedy event. Okay, so I had a com I hired stand up comics, adult only, nine PM, put the kids away is what the email said, have some drinks, bar opens at eight thirty, show starts at nine. We did a Zoom meeting, we had a hundred people come to the VIP comedy event, and my wife, being the loving, caring person she is, right, had cocktails made in mason jars and she made roasted cashews and we went and dropped them off to as many people that we could we couldn't do it all but that were close in our proximity. So 18 people got two different cocktails in mason jars. They got some cashews to have a super fun, lighthearted, completely inappropriate comedy show, right, at 9 o'clock. It gave them something to do. It made them feel great. That's what being in a VIP relationship is really all about. Now, guess what they did? They told their friends, Marjorie, right? Yes, they told their friends. So they, I got referrals from that. Once again, the monetization part, it's not about asking it for it. It's about giving. They tell someone, all of a sudden I get an email, hey, Marjorie said you have this cool comedy event. We're looking to refinance. And then all of a sudden you have an introduction. So don't overthink how to make the list and how you get connections and introductions. It's just like anything else. Try to find people that you enjoy hanging around and pour into them. So I want to add one thing, if that's okay, Jeremy, because you and I were on Rick's fireside last night. We were laughing. We were actually texting each other because everyone was talking about VIPs, and we were like, well, we don't have to teach class anymore because Rick's going to answer all the questions. A lot of questions that came up that I wanted to make sure we covered were people saying, well, I sent someone like cookies, but I didn't get a thank you, or I sent Jeremy a referral, but he didn't send me a referral. So I just wanted to touch base on that for a little bit. First, um, if you, I'm sorry to disappoint you guys, like I love a thank you too, but if you think that you're going to do a lot of these things and get constant thank yous and appreciation, you will quit because I have done it for years and not gotten it, right? So that's super important that you understand that there's not always an immediate thank you. And some people are just terrible at saying thank you. So I don't stop doing it even when I don't get a thank you, because you're going to get all in your head. And I have clients that I've gifted for years, and then I start thinking, gosh, they hate me because they don't respond. And then I get a phone call five years later that says, hey, you've been so awesome, and we've sent you tons of referrals. Oh, well, I'm not sure, but um, and we need to move now, so we need you to list our house. So you need to understand that it, you're not doing it for you or the thank you, right? So that's one. Um, that I really, because you will stop. I'm just saying you will feel like um, you're doing it for nothing and you're not. Yeah. So the appreciation and the acknowledgement isn't the point. Now, one of the things that I think was valid that I think we need to be clear on, if it's a business relationship, right, then number one, and you're not getting something back, because a lot of people said, oh, especially the lenders, I love the whole lender realtor thing, like, I send my lender all this, and he doesn't do anything for me, and I'm like, ooh, that's so fun. Um, here's, the deal. <laughs> here's the deal. Like, to me, right, the lender realtor relationship, which we are both, so important to talk about, my expectation of Jeremy is that he does a really great job for my clients, right, that I don't have to chase him down. Um, and, you know, don't celebrate that you closed on time because, to me, that's your job, right? Like, so when people are like, but I closed on time. Well, good for you, big boy. That's what you're supposed to do, right? So, but 
what can my expectations be? So just real quick, and then we'll answer some questions, but I wanted to make this clear. The lender-realtor dynamic, I'm going to keep referring to my lender because they do a really good job. They take great care of my client, like above and beyond care. They get things done. They don't make Brittany crazy because I'm going to not work with you if you do. But let's talk about reciprocity. Jeremy can't just send me a one-for-one. But if I'm in a relationship with Jeremy, then he would be clear on what do I want, right? So let's think about that. What can you do? So lenders, what can you do for your realtors? And I'd say vice versa. Well, um, you can help them with their businesses because let's just talk about, look, we're not just going to trash the realtors here because you lenders, I know you all think you all got it going on, but dang, I get to work with you too. Um, but we don't, the- we don't, we know we don't. That's insecurity. So you keep no. preaching, girl. I know. I'm just telling you. So what can you do? Help them. You guys all have one-year business plans. You could do Wheel of Life. You can connect them to other business people. You can teach them how to do a personal budget. You can help them with their hiring. You can help them with things, right? So for me, it's connections. Quite honestly, I don't want necessarily referral. I'm sure I want them. If you're going to do something, I'd like you to work with me. But you have to understand the relationship. It also means you guys need to have a conversation. So for all the people that are like, my realtor doesn't do anything for me, number one, I would guess they're not clear on the relationship and you've never had a qualifying conversation with them on what you expect on both sides. And I say lender, realtor, but frankly, I think it's for any business relationship. Because a lot of the questions I saw were, I'm not getting any business. Well, then if I sat with Jeremy and said, hey, I told Jeremy, I always kind of back end cold way into this. So Jeremy, hey, I'd love to meet with you for 30 minutes because I think I haven't done a great job this year referring to you. I feel like I'm a little behind. And so if we can sit down, I want to meet with you and find out how I can do a way better job sending you business and referring you your ideal client. So what I'm really saying is, Jeremy, I'm not really getting any referrals from you. And by the way, when we have this conversation, I'm going to flip this coin and say, hey, can I make sure I'm your go-to realtor? And if I'm not, who is? And after that, how can I be second? Right. Does that make sense? Yep. Don't have any expectations, you guys, on the VIP list. It will happen naturally. When I stopped worrying about what I was going to get and I truly focused on just giving, guess what I got? Ten times more. (laughs) So it's, I mean, literally, you guys, let's talk about, um, you know, we're going to transition to questions right now. And then I think that we have some help with the core concierge team that might walk us through it or we can just lead and go through it. But, uh, you know, I've, I've had over 45, okay, CCRs, right, in the last 45 days. Okay, think about that for a second. That's more than anyone I've ever known in the core, for the record. And I'm not saying that to, like, high-five myself. I'm saying that because I looked at it and I couldn't believe it. But that was because of the experience, and it was because 18 of those were referred by my VIPs, you guys. So they give the best referrals. They convert for me at 68% versus 21%. Okay, so they convert at 3x you guys just just understand this by not worrying about what you're getting just by being in the deepest of deep relationships with them and pouring into it they you will get business from it i promise so marjorie you are an absolute rock star um i know that we got looks like we got about 15 minutes for q a right now um uh, four to 15 minutes (laughs) um 
Yeah, so, I think we have. I was like, I think it's four. Hey, you know, I like to break the rules. If Lindsay will let me stay on extra and you guys want to stay on, I'll answer questions. <laughs> I got no problem because there's a pee break, but do you really have to use the bathroom? You're at home. Okay, you can use the bathroom whenever you want. So uh, we love to answer questions. So um, do we go through this, Lindsay? I forgot this part. Do we go through and look at the questions, or are you guys going to let us know what we got? Yeah, rapid fire, three minutes. Read the ones you like to each other, and we have to shut it down. So sorry, next class starts. No, but the thing is, the good news is people were asking questions, and I think we sort of answered a lot of them. The ones that seemed to be thematic was which, like, so, for example, team members. So I'll answer some, and then you can also see what you said. So for me, team members are on my personal, they're on my personal VIP list, yes. Um, I think it's very important. Here's the problem if you don't. If you're not birthday gifting and VIPing, basically, you're not taking that care of your team. They are helping you take care of your VIPs, and you're telling them that they're not one, I think is not okay. So, yes, you got to be gifting their kids and their spouses and them, right? And then, don't you agree? Yep. No, I agree. So, the excellent answer. Amber Finch asked, I think this is great. Um, and I'll answer it very quickly. If you just met this VIP and you're asking these questions, what if they already have a go-to realtor lender? It doesn't matter because you're saying I want to be in a relationship with you. Remember, this isn't about like, can I close on this person right now? This is about forming a relationship over time and you investigating, like, is this someone I want to pursue and like, okay? Someone asked also about the birthday list or any list to me. If it's a May birthday list at the end of April, I get a full list of all the May birthdays. I go through them. If they're a VIP, they know they get a gift. I also gift some of my past clients. I highlight the ones. I put a little note. I hand it back so that awesome. that way they can help me take care of that. So you guys are going to see a little poll pop up here. Um, please rate the class on a scale of one to five, five being excellent and the only appropriate answer. Uh, so feel free to go ahead and rate us however you see fit. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, I'll answer more of these questions while you guys are clicking through, and we will get shut down guaranteed because Lindsay has Rick Ruby blood. So a good script for neighbor that is also a VIP. Mike, real simple, man. I walk over. If you were my neighbor, I'd knock on your front door, and I'd say, hey, Mike, you're a VIP. I think I neglect you because you're my neighbor. Do you understand what it means to be a VIP? They're going to say, no. What are you talking about? And then you get to explain it. Don't be afraid just to be really direct about it, okay? Um, let's see. These are all comments. Great job. Simple, easy tactics. Thank you, guys. Uh, great way to expand your VIP. Thank you so much. Um, say it again. Excellent. This is all looking great. Guys, you can also email us, right? We can get you our information. If you have more questions, text us, email us, reach out to the core. We will be happy to answer any question that you guys have. And a question that I got a, a, a bunch here, you guys, was my VIP video. In the book, you saw a like a picture of it. I will have the core. Con- they have a copy of it. Um, f- yes, we'll, I'll send you out my VIP video. I did this at the beginning of the year when I recommitted, where I sent out uh, to the people that I made my new VIP list and I committed to it and I sent them all a video, okay, saying how it's a new year and I was really thinking about them and I want to let them know they're a VIP. You're super important to me. Yes, you can get a copy of that and I highly recommend you making a video. If you're doing this for the first time or you're redoing it and you send them a video in advance, awesome. Like, like send, send it to them and then that's an easy phone call to follow up with as well, okay? 
Thank you guys so much. You guys are a joy, really. It was fun teaching this class. And thank you, Jeremy. You rock. No, Marjorie, uh, let's do this every week. You're the best. Uh, thanks for sharing everything. And uh, let's go make the rest of the summit great, you guys. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to the CORE's Sales Training Bootcamp. For registration information about our two-day business building summits, call 1-800-660-6670 or find us on the web at www.thecoretraining.com.